Office of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. Strong voice. Want to hear the best of what's next? Tune in every Tuesday, 6 to 7 p.m. for the new music show, right here on BIC Radio, the voice of Ithaca College. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. Find your comfiest chair, grab your coldest beverage, and relax. Every Tuesday night, 8 to 10 o'clock, with me, DJ Dog, on the kickback on VIC Radio. We'll be listening to the best of classic rock. So, tune in. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet places at our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to ready.gov. This message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. Welcome to Go Chat Gridiron with your hosts, Michael Buetti, Matthew Kane, and Connor Wood. Kane alongside Mike Buetti. Connor Wood, unfortunately, is not here today, but Mike, how are you doing? I'm doing great. We're ready for uh, some football talk. You know, Connor had some uh, questionable takes the past couple weeks, so we had to get him out here. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, happy to talk some football on this good day. You know, we got some Jets and Falcons in London, so that's going to be, we'll give you some live updates on that. I think currently it's in halftime right now, but Looking forward to a great show today. In London, yes, the New York Jets and Atlanta Falcons. I, I don't know, Mike, if you caught my uh, right there from Friends. You ever watch Friends? No, I'm not a fan of Friends. Okay. Um, well, they're playing in London right now. The Jets are down 3-20, to 20, so, you know, maybe that's why Connor Wood isn't here today. No, just kidding. Connor, hopefully you're watching and listening to us. Um it's been a kind of a rough first half for the New York Jets. Zach Wilson's 5 for 13 with 42 yards, one interception. On the ground, they can't really do anything either. Michael Carter had some really good runs, but he only has 20 yards and five carries. Um, and, and as for the Falcons, I mean, they they don't have Kyle or they don't have uh, Calvin Ridley. Excuse me, they don't have Russell Gage, but Calvin Ridley. Er, man, Kyle Pitts is. Uh, stepping up for them, six receptions for 64 yards. Got his first career touchdown in the NFL. And as for Matt Ryan, 18 for 27, 198, uh, 189 yards, two touchdowns. Mike, I rambled on, and I uh, misspoke on, on a couple of those stats. Um, 
have you been able to catch any of this game or uh honestly not really because i i woke up and then uh i was getting all my stuff ready for the show but i don't need you know to go into deep film so you see that the jets are not playing well right now i mean that i thought the jets were going to win this game uh atlanta without calvin ridley without russell gage they don't have their best target like i just said in calvin ridley right but that their defense is also horrible. Taylor Heineke shredded them last week, and I thought Zach Wilson was going to be able to do something similar. We saw him succeed against the Titans last week. He had a, he had a pretty good game, uh, winning his first game in the NFL. Robert Sala as well, but this is absolutely miserable for Zach Wilson. I thought this game was hand uh, delivered to them. Should have just taken it home to the bank, but. So far, Jets are being dominated. Yeah, Connor uh, did text us. He is listening, so shout out to you, Connor. I did ask for he, oh any halftime thoughts. He said can't stop the pass, and that is what's killing them. The pass rush is not there for them today as for the Jets' defense. I mean, the Jets are on an all-time high after winning um, against the Tennessee Titans last week in an overtime game. Uh, great game. If for an NFL fan, it wasn't great for me because you know I couldn't watch the Packers Steelers till that game was over. Um, <laughs> but it was a great game. Uh, Mike, did you catch that game? W- which game? Was Last sorry. week, Titans Jets in the overtime. Yeah, I did catch the end of that game. Zach Wilson it, looked good on that game. Yeah, he he had some really nice throws. Obviously, the um, throw down the field to Corey Davis. But my favorite one was uh, to Keelan Cole. Uh, he was running a crosser and he just laid one up uh, right on the sideline for. A little tiptoe pass, and it was an absolute, absolutely phenomenal uh, throwing catch. Um, so he, the, the arm talent's there. You know, he, he's a great thrower of the football. He just needs to be more consistent. So, and he, he just can't. It, it's the thing with rookie quarterbacks. Just it takes time for them to get consistent. Also, if we've seen it with some of the greats. And so far, Zach Wilson has been the exact opposite of consistent. Yeah, I mean, it, like you said, Mike, it's with the rookie quarterbacks that it it's it's difficult to come in and really, especially on a team like the Jets, who were just so bad last week, last year, and and the same thing with the Jaguars. It's tough to come in and succeed with that team. Um, Aaron Rodgers said it on uh, Pat McAfee podcast. I just watched that episode like a couple of days ago. You know, it's different from. Uh, than, you know, what it used to be. I mean, he was back up for Brett Favre for three to four years, and, um, you know, he, he got to sit. But they're throwing guys like Zach Wilson, who who's talented. Zach Wilson has a lot of potential. He's a talented player. Uh, but they're throwing him right into it with the Jets, and, you know, he doesn't even really have a good backup. I mean, their backups are James Morgan and um, Blinken on the other guy. Um, who is their other guy? I, I have no clue. But like it, it's not like a veteran backup to get no. Them it's, it's a testament to their faith in Zach Wilson. They are throwing him into the deep end and just telling him f- find a way to swim. And some games he has uh, swimmed, but uh, today he, he's drowning. Um, Connor just texted us. Zach Wilson has not uh, been helped by his receivers with a bunch of drops. Um, that is true. Uh, that is true, but there was a couple throws that were really bad, and mm-hmm. I think there was one on the run. He was rolling right. 
he threw it to, I want to say, a tight end. I think it was a bigger guy. It could be Corey Davis. And it was just not there. It was in the ground towards the left side of the, the runner, which, you know, if you're rolling right and the runner's rolling, uh, going towards the right sideline as well, you want to throw that to his right side, not his left. Yeah. Um, yeah, James Morgan's not on the team anymore, I guess. But the, the but the what I, what the uh, message is is that they don't have any leadership on that to give. You know, if they if they added like a an Alex Smith, he retired, but um, if they got him there, or they they try to convince even him. if they stole like Flacco or something. Yeah, like I mean, they traded away Flack. Did they? Yeah, they traded away Flacco. He didn't sign with the Eagles. So they traded him away. Oh. Did they? Did he sign with the Eagles? I don't know. It could he, he he signed with the Eagles. He did sign with the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles would trade for Joe mm-hmm. Flacco. Um, but yeah, no no veteran leadership behind him. So I, I think that's that's gonna hurt. And you know, it might take him a couple years. I do think he's gonna be a, a decent quarterback. Um, I think he's got a really high potential. But it's gonna take him a couple years to get to get going. Yeah, it's it's gonna take some time. And the same can be said for almost every other rookie quarterback. In the NFL right now, they they have all shown flashes of brilliance, but seventy percent of the time they are struggling to adjust to the NFL game. The one, the only one you can argue that I think is is Mac Jones because he's just he's like a system guy and he's he's just thrown into yeah. a good team already. And I I don't think he's got high potential. I I do think he could be successful in the mm-hmm. league because uh, he's he's in the Patriot system. Speaking of, I mean. Going back to last week, we talked about the Buccaneers, Patriots, pretty much for a good majority of the episode. After watching that game, I mean, what are, you, what are your thoughts, Mike? Buccaneers did not look like Tampa Bay. No. Um, I think Tom Brady was rattled a little bit. And you guys, well, especially Connor, kind of scoffed at me when I said this game is could be closer than a lot of people think. I think because uh, everyone was saying, oh, Tom Brady's going to blow up Bill Belichick. I'm like... Bill knows Tom just as much as Tom knows Bill, right? So, and that, that's what happened. I think the motions got the best of Tom, especially in the first half. Um, he was playing it off and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, they, they didn't look great, but they still came out with the win. I don't know what Bill was doing or whoever, uh, Josh McDaniels technically, um, kicking a 56-yard field goal in the rain. Um, conditions like that, well, you only need three yards, uh, I I would have went for it there. I just wouldn't trust my kicker there, no matter how good Nick Folk is. I would have went for it too. I mean, the weather was just so bad. It was it was rainy. It was, I'm pretty sure it was foggy too. Uh, but as for the Buccaneers, they didn't look like themselves. Tom Brady they threw they threw a lot of defense at Tom Brady. They switched things up throughout the whole entire game, and you could tell that uh, Bill Belichick knew how to stop Tom Brady. He he threw 22 times, but out of 43 passes, 22 were completed, 269 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions on the day. Leonard Fournette, 92 yards, 20 carries, and Mike Evans was the top receiver with 75 yards and seven receptions. As for the Patriots, we look at Mac Jones, 31 for 40. That's pretty good, especially against the Tampa Bay defense that just won the Super Bowl. I know they're a little banged up. They're not like the Super Bowl defense that we saw yeah. but nonetheless 20 275 yards two touchdowns one interception on the day Patriots did not run the ball like at all um I don't blame them with yeah. the injuries that they have and Jacoby Myers was the top receiver receiver with 70 yards of eight mm-hmm. receptions I think 
also a big reason why they didn't want, run the ball was because obviously the Bucks secondary, yeah, and the other yeah, their secondary, their secondary is so banged up. They just signed Richard Sherman. I mean, all three of their stars from all three of their starting cornerbacks from Week One are out with injury. So, and you also look at the Tampa Bay's rush defense. Um, that's just their strength of their team. You know, we we could talk about the offense all we want, but the elite factor that carries this team to a lot of wins is that run defense. And really no one has been able to beat it in a very, very long time. The combination of that defensive line and that linebacking core is absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, just like you said, the second half of the Atlanta Falcons-New York Jets game is just getting underway. Zach Wilson's going to have the ball first with the Jets as they're down 20-3. to Mike, mind as well, we just – so plan – Plan of action for today. We're going to have uh, a break here in about four to five minutes. And then after that, we're going to go through oh each God. game in depth, uh, starting with the Lions-Vikings. Uh, we'll do that after the break here. And there was a nice kick return, I guess. He, he almost returned that all the way. Putting Was that putting them in a field goal range already for the Jets? Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Zach Wilson right now, he just uh, – has to make sure that he doesn't get sacked or get pushed out of field goal range. They they gotta start chipping away at this lead. Yeah, they do, and it's it's the it's the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, they choke all the time. They choked against the Cowboys last year, and we all remember the Super Bowl. Oh my goodness! Uh, a couple years ago, so hopefully they don't. Because I did text Connor at seventeen to nothing that I can't believe you picked the Jets. Because I was telling Connor all week that the Falcons would win um, this game. But we'll have to see what Zach Wilson can do with the ball. Um, but, I mean, Atlanta, they are 1-3. We talked about they lost to Washington football team last week. But they were able to get a win two weeks ago against the New York Giants. Um, I mean, let's talk about New York a little, just for a couple minutes here. I mean, Daniel Jones looked really he, he looked really good last week against the Saints. Yep. Yeah, he did, and it's shocking because the Saints have a good defense. You know, obviously playing in the dome is one of the hardest things you could do in all of the NFL. And uh, he went in there and he beat the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I think the Saints' offense is struggling a little bit. I don't know why. Like their identity used to be all this creative stuff, and now they are just gearing more towards a rush-heavy attack with uh, Winston completing shorter throws and the occasional deep bomb. I think they should input more Alvin Kamara catching the ball out of the backfield, more deep throws to Marcus Calloway from Jameis Winston. Obviously, he has a huge arm. So I was very shocked by that. But I'm not going to lie. Daniel Jones played great. I don't think he's a franchise-caliber quarterback at all, right? Obviously, anyone could have good games, no doubt. And I don't think that this success is going to continue this week against Dallas. I think he's he's trending up. Um, he he hasn't he had a, he has one pick on the season, which was a hell mary, so that doesn't really count. Yeah, but he's he's been playing better uh, than advertised. He's he's improved since year one and two. Yeah, I mean, uh, Connor is, uh, you know, if he was on here, he'd be fighting with you, Mike. He said you have to recognize Daniel Jones as a franchise guy. I think Daniel Jones is trending up. I wouldn't say he's a franchise guy yet because look at the sample size that we have. We have uh, five game, four games, 
this season, and we have like three years prior, and Daniel Jones was two years prior, and Daniel Jones was not looking like the yeah. franchise guy. So sample size isn't there. If Daniel keeps playing like he does, then he'll be. I'll call him a franchise guy. But uh, we're gonna hit our first break as the Jets are. Uh, around the Falcons 7 here. Uh, but after our break, we're going to be breaking down the Sunday slate and that Monday night football game this week in football. Have you ever wanted to look back? Maybe you're searching for a memory and just can't find the right one. You just, you're so close to remembering, but then you forget. Well, I'm DJ Dog, and every Tuesday night, 8 to 10 o'clock, I am here to help you walk down that memory lane with a little help from some classic rock hits, everything from Black Sabbath to Aerosmith to Simon and Garfunkel. We will be taking a look at all the hits. So grab a beverage, find your lazy boy, set it to recline, and tune in. The Kickback on VIC Radio. At VIC, the voice of Ithaca College, we prioritize diversity and inclusion. We are working to ensure that more voices are heard. We support and will continue to support the Black Lives Matter movement and victims of police brutality and racial injustice. We've heard you. We support you. We must advocate for change. Black Lives Matter. Welcome back to Go Check Gridiron here on VIC Radio. We're live with the Atlanta Falcons and New York Jets game. Jets are in the red zone. They're down 3-20, to 20, so they really need this score here. We'll let you guys know if they do score. But, Mike, we're going to get down to the Sunday slate of games. It's a little different here. If you've been listening to us every week, they they did just score. Uh, Ty Johnson with a rushing mm-hmm. touchdown, three yards. It's a little different, like I said, that this week, and it will be next week with our London game. We're watching the London game, and we're making sure we let you guys know on the scores. But while we do that, why as well we go through our picks, and we go a little more in-depth here. Um, Connor is not with us, but we do have his picks. So we're going to start with the Lions-Vikings game. Lions, or Vikings, excuse me, they're home with a 10-point line here. Lions via ESPN, so take it as you want. Mike, who are we going to go with? I got to go with the Vikings here. Um, They're at home. The Lions did not look good last week. uh, And just their defense is not uh, capable at all. And I think this... Minnesota team is going to be able to run the ball very well. They're going to be able to pass the ball very well, and I think they're going to come out with a win. Yeah, I think uh, you know we're going to we have to look at Dalvin Cook. Um, Eleven thirty is when the injuries are going to come out. He is questionable. I do expect him to play. Hopefully, he does play the whole game instead of sitting out a little. Dalvin for my fantasy team uh, last week, he was a little. He did sit for a little while. Was a little banged up. Jets missed the extra point. Yep. Oh, no way. Jets missed the extra point. Oh, man. I, I moved off uh, the game. Yep. Matt Amendola missed, missed the extra point, so they're down three to tw- or 9 to 20, excuse me now. But like I said, the Vikings, Delvin Cook, I'm expecting him to have a really big game. If it's not Delvin Cook, I'm expecting Alexander Madison to have a really big game. They're just going to pound on that Lions yep. rush defense because it's not, it's not that good. I mean, we saw... Uh, Aaron Jones. We saw David David Montgomery last week, who had a really good game. Damian Williams even had a really good game mm-hmm. when he came in for David Montgomery. So, um, I 
I said I like the Lions. I like them more than people yeah. think. They, they haven't won a game, and I don't expect it to happen this week. I, I like the Lions and what they're building as well. I just don't think that this is the week. No, it, it's really not, and it's a shame. I mean, I'm going to quickly check their schedule to see when they can. They play the <laughs> they play the Bengals next week, the, the, the Rams the week after, the Eagles, Steelers, Browns, Bears in their upcoming weeks. When do you think you could expect their first win? Oh, God. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to pull up. I would say Bengals-Lions. That's I like the Bengals this year. I think they're trending up. I do think they have played some easy teams. They're playing the Packers today. We'll have to see how they play there. But I don't know if they'd even win that. I would probably say Steelers myself. I think Philly could be a win. Yeah, Philly could be a win. I would say I would go Steelers. If not Steelers, then... If not Eagles and Steelers, then Bears, I guess. I mean, it it would be a little while. I mean, they did play the Bears last week. I thought they'd win that game. Yeah, I I, th- I thought so too. But Matt Nagy surprisingly made some adjustments. He did give the play call away to uh, yeah to their offensive coordinator, I believe. Yeah, which is good because you know that's how that's how they turned it around last season. And it's so odd because year one he comes into Chicago. Chicago, great offense. I mean, using all these gadget plays and stuff like that, things to throw off the defense. And since then, it has just been so vanilla. And I don't know what happened. Like, did he just, like, forget all this creative play calling that he had? Or I I just don't understand, uh, like, why he's just become so plain. He needs to be fired. Oh, yeah. Like I think he should be the first coach fired if when when the fires start happening because it's just yeah really bad. It's a dumpster fire. There. Get get Airbnb with Justin Fields. That would be interesting. That would be a great. Obviously Matt Nagy from Kansas City too, but I think uh, Eric Bieniemy is just um, would be a much better head coach. Even a Joe Brady over there in yep. uh, Carolina, their offensive coordinator. Carolina's just been or or Brian Dable from Buffalo. That's another. Good yeah. option. A lot of great options. We'll have to see what uh, the Bears can do. We got Broncos at Steelers. Broncos 1.5 favorites here. Teddy Bridgewater is questionable. He is cleared to play after uh, going through concussion protocol. I would expect him to play since he's cleared. Um, but the Broncos lost their first game last week to the Ravens, and the Steelers are just the Steelers at this point. They lost to the Packers last week. Um, I, I, forgot to, I did forget to say... Connor said the Vikings were going to win. He also did say the Broncos were going to win, and I'm going to have to agree with him here. Uh, Steelers' offense is just awful. It's going to be a good defensive game because I like the Steelers' defense, but their offense is just so bad. I don't know what to expect of them this year. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going to take the Steelers here. Wow. And uh, they're at home right now. I think that they're going to bounce back, get a win. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. I think he will this year. But I think Mike Tomlin is still a good coach. Oh, he's, and, he's a really good coach. Yeah, he, he's, still, he's still a good coach. And I think he, he's going to find out a way to get a victory in this game. Like I said, they're at home. And Teddy, if he comes in and his plays banged up, um, this is going to be a very low-scoring game. I think the Steelers are just going to come out on top. Yeah, I think Mike Tomlin's. I think he's the second best coach in the league right now. I know it's it's a, probably wow. a question between Andy Reid and um, 
Mike Tomlin. I just think Andy Reid has. I I has wouldn't put Mike point. Tomlin up there. I would put him second. Where would you put Mike Tomlin? Top ten, definitely not top three. Top three, like right, like if we're taking into account his whole whole tenure. Yeah, yeah, his whole tenure, sure. Obviously, what he's accomplished has been brilliant, but I think at this moment in time, I don't think he's a top three coach in the NFL. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I wouldn't even say top five. I, I don't think I would have to like obviously go through like each team and stuff like that. But I think right now he's just uh, not elite. Elite. He's still really good, but he's not in that upper echelon like he was when uh, he was winning Super Bowls. Yeah, I guess I was I was thinking more to take into account their whole tenure. But um, next game we got Dolphins at Buccaneers. Buccaneers ten point favorites. Connor went with the Buccaneers. It's easy for me. I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. They do Gronk is out, but so is like their whole receiving core <laughs> on the Dolphins side, other than Preston Williams, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with um, the Bucks here. I don't know why I hesitate there. This is an obvious pick. I think they aren't. They might cover, so. I think they will cover, and I think the defense is just going to have a field day. They're going to need to bounce back, yeah. bounce back defensively somehow. I and feel really bad for the Dolphins. They had so much promise. I, I was super high in them coming into the season. And, they need uh, to just, get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, like now. I mean, to be fair, injuries ha- have derailed them. Like they have injuries all over. I don't think Tua would be doing anything different though. I, I think I think they would win more games with Tua than Jacoby Brissett. I don't know. I think they'd I be much Tua more is, competitive. I don't think Tua's that Ma- good. I, I, don't, I don't think he's, like, great either, but I think he's capable. I think there's a lot of potential there. So, I mean, we'll, we'll just have to see when he comes back in week six. We're going to move down to – Falcons did punt the ball. They, uh, a lot of drops. That was painful to watch, the Falcons, with those drops. Hayden Hurst almost fumbled it again. Yeah. Um, he's fumbled earlier, and he – Needs to get that ball control under control. <laughs> um, but we're going to head to our next game. We got the Saints 2.5 favorites at the Washington football team. Football team defeated the Card- or the Falcons Excuse me, last week. Saints lost to the Giants. <laughs> we just talked about the Saints a little earlier. I don't know what to make of the Saints team. I'm interested to see what you have to make of the Saints team. I'm interested to see Connor. Who he- Connor picked the Saints. Um... I'm going to go with Washington here. I think Washington's offense is going – I don't know. This is like – this This honestly was my hardest game to pick this mm-hmm. week. And I'm going to go with Washington. I don't trust the Saints at all. I mean, they're yeah. just off and on. And it, like you said with that offense, they need to start letting Jameis Winston throw the ball because he actually looked pretty good throwing the ball. I know like two years ago he didn't look good. But I think he looks good throwing the ball. They need to give him uh, those plays to throw the ball down the field, and um, I don't think they're going to. They have a bye week next week, so maybe they could figure that out and come back against the Seahawks, I'm pretty sure. But I'm going to go with the football team. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Saints here. I think that Washington's secondary could be had. And I think Sean Payne, I think he's one of the best coaches in all the NFL, and I think he's going to make some adjustments from their last week loss against the Giants, and uh, I think the Saints are going to go into Washington and beat them. 
You know who's been slow this year is Antonio Gibson. I mean, J.D. McKissick has been um, brought, in to, brought in more, and they've utilized him, but Antonio Gibson has been a little slow, especially I mean, for fantasy. Yeah, it, it's, um, it's been the same exact thing as last year. And I, I was just, think, just... I just think they need to use him so much more. He's so good. Oh, Antonio Gibson is great. He's phenomenal. But, you know, they just love J.D. McKissick. And J.D. McKissick, he, he's a pretty good player. He's a really good pass catcher. And same with Antonio Gibson, who's literally a wide receiver in college. But uh, Ron Rivera and that coaching staff sees something in McKissick that uh, the general public doesn't. And for in terms of fantasy, I was confused why he was being drafted so high because Antonio, I mean, J.D. McKissick was still there. And obviously after week one, I, I thought that was going to change. But they after week one where they gave him the full workload, they reverted back to what they did last season, and it's been like that ever since. I mean, looking at the stats here on the season, Antonio Gibson has um, two, 253 yards, 59 carries um, out of four games played. So, you know, if you want to do the math, I don't really want to. Early, early this morning, uh, <laughs> heading in towards noon, but... I, I don't know. I, I love Antonio Gibson. I think he's a great player. Yeah. We'll just have to see how he does today. Um, Uber talented. Yeah. I mean, next game we got before we head into uh, – we'll, we'll save we'll save this next game. It's Eagles at Panthers. We're going to head into a break in about three minutes, so we'll save that game. Might as well talk a little bit about Christian McCaffrey. He's doubtful for that game. Uh, I don't expect him to play, which means uh, Chubba Hubbard is back at running back for them. Yep. And obviously that's a big hit for that Carolina offense. Obviously they utilize CMC so very well. Whether it's him, uh, it's typically him catching the ball out of the backfield. He's just so good in space uh, with the ball in his hands. And it's a big loss for that offense. Yeah, it is. Um, You know, I I don't think they should rush Christian McCaffrey at all because they kind of rushed him last year and he just got hurt in the – Chiefs game again, and he was out for the season. So I think Panthers have a lot of promise, so I would not rush him. Exactly, exactly. Oh, God, that was a bad throw from Zach Wilson. Oh, Um, man. Deep ball, but just inaccurate. No, that was underthrown. That's one of my biggest criticisms of of Zach Wilson. I think he he does have a good arm, but I feel like too often I see him underthrow balls down the field, and um, I think in – college at BYU he was able to get away with them but now in the NFL um, it's going to be a lot harder to get away with uh, those throws yeah uh, we're going to head into our second break here on go check red iron but when we come back we're going to pick the Eagles Panthers game and we got a long list of games left uh, before we uh, head into those games at 1 p.m. Uh, we'll be back on go check red iron Hey yo, this is me, DJ K Billy with DJ Double G, bringing to you the listeners of the good old VIC, the super sounds of the cinema, and from 11 to midnight at the movies, we'll keep on trucking the best music film history has to offer. From highlighting directors to showing off soundtracks and scores, at the movies is the place for hearing the songs you love from the Silver Spring. But I know you've heard all this jazz already, so I'll wrap it up quick. Because as the great Roy Shatter once said, it's showtime, folks. Let's roll. As the midterms roll by and the tests and quizzes pile up by the day, you feel like you're a little in over your head? 
consider finding yourself a free tutor and the ithaca.edu slash tutoring page online, getting yourself matched up with someone in whatever classes you need, and working out times that fit around your schedule so that you can focus on your schoolwork. Welcome back to Go Check Great Iron here on VIC. We got week five today. We're watching the Jets-Falcons game live. It's 9-20. Falcons are ahead. But we got the Eagles at the Panthers. Talk a little bit about Chris McCaffrey. He is doubtful for the game, which means Chubba Hubbard would be in. Panthers are still three-point favorites over the Eagles. It's in Carolina. Uh, Connor's going to go with the Panthers. Mike? Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers, too. They're at home. And I still think that their passing attack is pretty good with uh, DJ Moore and Sam Darnold. That connection right there is absolutely magic. And I think a lot of people thought it was going to be Darnold and Robbie Anderson because of their tenure in New York today, together. But it's been DJ Moore, and I think they need to get Anderson and Terrence Marshall involved. This is one of the ones that I'm going to go off the grid here. I know I go off the grid for a little burr, burr, burr. for some of the <laughs> some of the games. Some pay off. I know I picked uh, the Vikings like two weeks in a row off the grid, but I'm gonna go with the Eagles here. I think the Eagles uh, need some some time, or they they're gonna need this breakout game, and I think that they're gonna have it. They played against the Chiefs last week, and Chiefs defense is pretty bad, but uh, they they still played pretty well on offense. And Panthers don't have Gilmore, which they just traded Gilmore's on the the IR and then JC Horn is also out for the whole season I don't know is CJ Henderson playing yet yeah he, he he's playing he really got thrown into the fire against Dallas and Amari Cooper he didn't burn him for a touchdown it was just uh he he beat him down the sideline to the, the pylon and Dak dropped it in the bucket beautiful throw there I mean that that throw and catch I think I saw something about it on next gen stats that said that throw had like a 16% chance catch probability, um, like top 10 in the in the NFL, which is crazy. But I think C.J. Henderson, he, he played well for Carolina, and uh, I think that defense is much improved once Gilmore steps onto the field. Yeah, um, it's going to be a good game. I think highly of the Panthers this year, and I kind of I said that when Sam Darnold was traded on GoChat. Um yeah, you did. I'll I'll give you credit for that. Thank you. I appreciate it, Mike. I know Connor would probably not give me credit, <laughs> but I I appreciate that you'll give me credit. Um, heading into the next game, Titans four point five favorites over the Jaguars. Uh, Julio Jones out. AJ Brown in. I'm shocked that the line is four and a half. I know it should be way more. I'm shocked. Put 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 your say. No, I'm not going to say that. But. I think the Titans are going to beat the Jaguars and cover easily, easily. Derrick Henry, every single time he plays the Jaguars, he's an absolute monster. And uh, I think it also helps a lot that A.J. Brown is playing this week. But I don't really think it matters. I think, uh, you know, last week I praised the Jaguars coaching staff for being competitive against a good Bengals team. I'm going to absolutely tear into them right now. Urban Meyer, that is absolutely unacceptable, what he did and and the controversy that's surrounding him right now. You already made some uh, questionable decisions and said some questionable things uh, to to show that you necessarily weren't capable of being an an NFL head coach. Week four, I thought you took some steps in the right direction 
But you took one step forward in week four, and you took about five steps back. You just lost the respect of all of your players, and once you lose that respect, you cannot get it back. If you've ever been a part of a you know a team sport or anything like that, right? <laughs> you know how it works when the team starts to turn um, against your head coach. It just does never turns out pretty. Never turns out pretty. And it's not like the Jaguars have the talent to overcome this lack of head coaching ability uh, and, and the lack of respect that Urban Meyer demands. It is absolutely abysmal to see what's going on. And their owner said Urban Meyer has to earn the respect of the team back and he has to prove that he could be the head coach. What owner have you ever heard say that about their head coach? Like, it's like Urban Meyer is like, he he was a great college head coach, great college head coach. But he's not this, like, super genius or anything like that. Fire him. Fire him. If you have to say that about your head coach, he should not be your head coach. Period. Point blank. End of story. Yeah, like, I, I agree with you. <laughs> Point Blake there. He should be fired as soon as possible. And as I say, as soon as possible, right after that stuff yeah. came out, I would have fired yeah. him. And it's not like he's been doing that great either. No, no, no. No, he's lost the respect of they, – they pretty much laugh him out of meetings sometimes. Yeah, exactly. That's just – especially from the NFL, like when, where you're supposed to like be respectful of your coach and all that stuff. He just hasn't garnered any – of that respect and uh, credibility. So, and what, why didn't he travel with the team back to Jacksonville? I don't know, Mike. It's, it's what really head coach? Question. It's a big, that's a good question. It's a very good question. He, he said he needs to clear his head. It's week four. Come on, dude. It's week four, and you're already saying you need to clear your head. <clears throat> um, after, like, week one or week two, he was like, yeah, it's like, playing against Alabama every week. Hey, buddy, guess what? This is the NFL. This is a step up, and you need to adjust. So it's going to be, if Urban Meyer wants to gain the respect back, he needs to be pretty much absolutely perfect from here on out. Yeah, I think you said that well, Mike. I Did you pick yet? Or no, you picked the Titans, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty obvious. Um, I am going to say Dalvin Cook is inactive. He is inactive today. It means Alexander Madison will be starting for the Vikings at running back. Uh, like we said, uh, it's probably not going to change any picks for you for no. the Vikings game. Um, looking through what Rappaport said, Mixon is active, which we'll get to that wow. Packers That's game. interesting. Cortland Sutton is active. TJ Hawkinson <laughs> is active. Elton Jenkins is inactive for the Packers. A big hit there. And Curtis Samuel and Antonio Gibson, both active for the Washington football team. As the first inactives come out today. Um, so Connor did go with the Titans. Up next, we got the Patriots at the Texans. The Patriots are having injury troubles with their offensive line, um, but they are eight-point favorites here. And I'm going to agree with Connor. The Texans are just abysmal, and that's that's it. That's all we have to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Damian Harris is going to have a great game today. He needs a bounce-back game. And it's not even the, yeah. It's not like he's but like he's he not even like playing bad. They just aren't running the ball. And I think even with the offensive line injuries, I think Damian Harris is still going to eat that run defense is probably the worst in all the NFL. Obviously that pass defense too. But I think the Patriots are going to get uh, 
out and uh, get a lead really early in the game, and I think they're going to ride Harris to a big W. And, uh, Connor, I don't know if you're still listening, but Davis Mills, he's not that guy. He's not that guy, pal. And uh, I don't know where that came from from you, but I just, oh, my God, fumble. Fumble. Jets give it. I swear, if the Falcons choke again, if they choke again, I mean, I don't Mike know. Davis. I don't know what 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 what's going on with that with them if they choke again. I'm so disappointed, Mike Davis. I had such high hopes for him, and that's just a hard hit. I don't know who that was on the Jets that hit him. I, I couldn't tell from that angle, but that was just a great tackle. Yeah, it was a lot of fumbles for the Falcons today. They need to they need to get get that down if they want to win this game. Um, where were we? Oh yeah, Patriots at Texans. Yeah, I don't really need to say anything. Patriots. Because <laughs> what I meant by Damian Harris, not that he needs a, a breakout game like last week. He didn't play well. He just needs like we we haven't seen Damian Harris have like that that game. Yeah, and I think he's due for that game, and I think it's going to be this week. I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, Texans looked so bad last week, but that also could be because of the weather. But they are bad, anyways. Um, well, I mean, the the Bills still scored forty points, so yeah. But the, the it's not like the Bills look like the Bills though. It, the weather was definitely part of it, but I do think that the te- I obviously think the Texans are still bad. Yeah. Um. All right. Next game, we got the Green Bay Packers, three-point favorites, at the Bengals. Um, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm shocked that line is so small. I understand, you know, Jair Alexander is out and all that stuff, but I still think uh, the, the Packers are going to win by a touchdown or more. Yeah, it's it's a close um it's a close line. You know, I love I love Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow and the Bengals, what they've been able to do. It's my two favorite quarterbacks going against each other. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is like my ultimate, <laughs> my first love. Um, but Jair's out. J- Elton Jenkins is out. Joe Mixon's in. But I still think the Packers are going to be able to win this game. And I'm p- pretty sure Connor would say the Packers, too. Um, definitely going to be more than three, I, I believe. Bears at Raiders, 5.5 favorites going to the Raiders. David Montgomery placed on the IR. I'm heartbroken because he was on my fantasy team, one of them. Um, Khalil Max going back back home. I think the Raiders are going to win this game and win it in nice fashion. Mm -hmm. I think the Raiders are going to win the game too, but I think the Bears do have a chance to come out victorious. I think that uh, the Raiders' defense still isn't good. It's not good at all. And uh, I think I think they have a shot at this game, but I still have to pick the Raiders. Yeah, um, Connor, I think went with the Raiders too. Let me just check. Yeah, he did go with the Raiders here. Uh, uh, Justin Fields is playing again, starting. Yep, starting from here on out. Yeah, I mean he he looked decent last game. I, I need, what was his stat line? They played the uh, Lions last yeah. week. He, he played pretty good. Like two oh nine zero touchdowns, but one interception. Yeah, that, mm. he played fine. Yeah, he, he was he was just fine, and I think he's going to uh, continue to improve. And uh, I, I think he'll probably have a decent game against the Raiders today. Yeah. Um, next game, Browns at Chargers. This is a very good game. Both three and one teams. Uh, Chargers two point five favorites. 
I'm going to go with the Chargers here. It was GOAT picks on GOAT chat. Uh, I just think the Chargers offense is going to be able to win them this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns here. Um, I'm super hot. Honestly, the Chargers have looked – I thought they were going to be good. You guys were higher on them than me. But <clears throat> I I think their defense has been super impressive. I think they're, especially their secondary, Asante Samuel, um, has been playing very well. And uh, that defense is very good. But I'm still going to have to take the Browns here, that, that rushing attack. It's just too good. And I think that their defense has taken a full step up this year and has become one of the top five defenses in the NFL. Um, yeah. Uh, Connor went with the Chargers, too. We know that. Um, but, yeah, they looked really good. And uh, I'm really excited to see what this team can do. Christian McCaffrey is out like we, we thought. Um, so yeah. Chubba Hubbard will be. That, that would be very impressive if he was playing today and he really made a full recovery, but obviously that's not the case. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I would not rush him at all. Yeah, because especially you because you have, like, actual expectation this year. Your team has been showing some promise. You want to have CMC at, uh, as close to 100% as possible. Yeah, you do. Um Next, so we'll, we'll go into break here in about a couple minutes, but um, might as well talk a little bit about the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys look good, Mike. They did look good last they week. They look good. They look very good. Yeah. I think they're going to win the division. I mean, after week one, I was like, okay, Cowboys are probably going to win this division. Yeah, uh, I, I was kind of shocked that all, like on, on our podcast, Go Chat, uh, I was surprised that all three of you picked the football team. I thought that was absolutely crazy, especially when looking at the Cowboys offense and they're really starting to put it together. They're they have a one two punch with Zeke and Tony Pollard, you know, Thunder and Lightning. And obviously they could still be over the top with that passing attack. So they, they they have a great balance and that defense has been stepping up. Trayvon Diggs emerging as a superstar cornerback. Um he, he has more interceptions than like Twenty five teams, which is crazy. It's only four weeks into the season, and he has five picks. And I think he might have one today against Daniel Jones. I don't want to get too excited because we're only four weeks into the season. But the Cowboys look better than I thought they were going to be, especially that defense. That was that was a big uh, thing. We have uh, key contributors on on the defensive line stepping up, stepping up. Osa Odigizua, Chauncey Golston, two third round rookies. On that D-line, stepping up and making some big-time plays. I'm liking what I'm seeing from the Cowboys. I just hope that they can continue. Yeah, yep. We'll have to see what they'll be able to do. We're going to go ahead into our final break. But when we come back, we'll check in on the Falcons-Jets game. And we got about five more games, including the Giants-Cowboys, here on Go Check Gridiron. Ladies and gentlemen, this is DJ K. Billy with DJ Double G bringing to you the super sounds of the cinema here on At The Movies for the V.I.C. Stop by for the best music film history has to offer every Friday from 11 to midnight. When the red flashing lights on a school bus come on and the stop sign comes out, you must stop. In New York State, you cannot move again until the red flashing lights go off and the stop sign is retracted, or until the driver or a traffic officer signals it is okay to pass. You must stop even on the opposite side of a divided highway. If you decide it's okay to risk a child's life and pass a stop school bus, you could face fines or even have your license revoked. Is it really worth it? Always obey the school bus stopping law in your state. 
Welcome back to Go Check Radar and here on VIC Radio as we check in to the Falcons-Jets game. It is uh, 9-20. Falcons still have the lead, but the Jets are on offense, and they're looking to score. They're looking to <laughs> get some type of points on the board to try to get this game close. Yeah, that's always the goal, to score points. It is the goal, Mike, in football, yes. <laughs> I, I know I kind of I, – I was just uh, – you know, kind of breaking it down for the. It is fourth and eleven, though. I mean, uh, yeah, are they in they're, field? They're, they're, they're punting. Oh, they weren't even close. They, yeah, to no. field goal range. They were not close. I mean, this is this is not looking great for the Jets. Um, this was a game that you have to win. It, it it just is. The Falcons are banged up, and I understand the Jets have some injuries as well. But uh this was this game was delivered to them on a silver platter, and so far they have failed to capitalize. Yeah, they have. Um, we got Giants at Cowboys. We talked a little bit about the Cowboys. Giants look good. Look, mm-hmm. I mean, Daniel Jones really looked good. But the, the Giants um, are coming off a win. They're high. Um, but I think the Cowboys win. And I probably think they'll cover it, honestly. Yeah, I think the Cowboys are going to win. They might cover. Uh, I'm not sure. But I, I think that there's their their offense is I, w- I don't want to say unstoppable, but it's a pick your t- poison type deal. Do you want to play the pass and um, take all your guys out of the box? They'll beat you with their run game. If you want to throw all your guys in the box to stop Ezekiel Elliott and t- Tony Pollard, Dak is going to be over the top with uh, Amar and CeeDee Lamb. And... They've been doing this without their starting right tackle. They've been doing this w- with one of the worst centers in the league, um, Tyler Biotis, second-year player out of Wisconsin, who is uh, kind of struggling. Let's go. Yep, especially on pass protection. And they're missing Michael Gallup, who was a, a, a nice piece for them that they used. And they're, they're still playing out of their minds right now, and I love it. Jets, Falcons, end of third quarter. 22-9, and like we said, Falcons have the ball. Um, yeah, I think Cowboys are going to win this game. I think it's going to be pretty easy for them. Uh, let's let's check in on I it. hope so. Let's knock check a, in. Knock on wood. I, I have a feeling this could be like a, a trap game. I don't know. Um, I, I feel like whenever the hopes get up on the Cowboys, they always just crush them uh, very quickly. So hopefully this isn't like uh, one of those typical Cowboy years. I mean, last I don't want to like you know I I'm not making any cor- I'm not making any correlation now, Mike. But last week, week five, they played the Giants, and we yeah we know what happened that game. Yeah, I'm not saying anything's gonna happen. I'm just they still won that game after after Dak got hurt. Uh, Andy Dalton, a huge pass down the sideline to Michael Gallup, uh, someone I just mentioned. So um, but I, I I got the Cowboys in this one. I think Connor does as well. Uh, yeah, he does. Cardinals, 49ers. Trey Lance making his Ooh. debut. 49ers are just injuries, injuries, injuries. George Kittle's out. Jimmy Garoppolo's out, which means Trey Lance is making his first start. Cardinals, five-point favorites. Connor went with the Cardinals. Mike? Yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals, too. I'm very excited to see Trey Lance, though. I'm curious to see what uh, Kyle Shannon has been playing behind the scenes. I think playing behind the scenes. See a lot of rushing from him, and uh, I'm 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 excited to see what he is like at, at this moment in time. Obviously, coming he didn't play 
like full D1 football. Isn't it like what league did he play in uh, for NDSU? Like it's like Division One, but like it's Division One FCS. Yeah. So there's FBS, which is um, the I don't remember what the F probably football, right? Bowl subdivision, <clears throat> which is um, like you know how they play their bowls. Yeah. And then FCS, I'm not sure what the C stands for, but championship, that's like, I guess. Yeah, I guess because it's like a bracket there, uh-huh. which I think is better. Yeah, I, I agree. That's that's always more fun, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how he reads the field, how he's uh, gonna pass the ball. Obviously, the rushing's there. Four, 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 five speed. He's a big guy, and uh, looking forward to see him play. Yeah, I, I think he's going to be. A good, he's very talented. I think mm-hmm. he has the biggest upside. Kyle Shanahan is going to do some very creative stuff with him today. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, the Cardinals are going to win this game. I'm. Just, it's his first. It's his first uh, start. I don't think he's going to win this game. Now, like, no. who knows? Who knows? Um, but I'm just going to give him the same uh, type of treatment that I gave Justin Fields at his first uh, first start. So. That, that, that was not pretty. Um, he was just getting eaten alive by uh, the Browns' defensive line. There was absolutely no protect, no protection. Yeah. Um, we got... Oh, well, yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals. I don't know if I said that or not. Biggest game of the week, in my opinion. Bills at Chiefs, the two powerhouses in the AFC. They played last year in the uh, championship, AFC championship. Bills were heartbroken. But the Chiefs are three-point favorites here on Sunday night in Arrowhead. I'm going with the Bills here. Connor is going with the Chiefs. Uh, Mike, you're going with the Chiefs, too? Yep, I am going with the Chiefs. I I just find it so hard to believe that Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, that uber talented offense is going to lose at home two times in a row. And obviously the Bills have looked great, especially on offense. I mean, ever since they lost Week One to <clears throat> Pittsburgh, they have looked absolutely phenomenal, outscoring their opponents by like almost a hundred points or something like that, something crazy. But uh, I got the Chiefs in this game. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bills here because the Bills have just looked so good, and I just got to. I, I can't just, blame you. This is gonna be a I great game. I just got to ride that yep. Bills. Uh, that Bills Mafia. Uh, maybe I should jump through a table after this, Mike. <laughs> Monday Night Football: Colts at Ravens. Uh, Colts are struggling. Um, they did get a win against the Dolphins, and the Ravens did get a win against the Broncos. It's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a good game. Ravens are favored by seven points. I think it's gonna be closer to that, mm-hmm. and I think it's that's gonna be because Frank Reich is gonna pull something out of his sleeve here and there. But I just I gotta go with the Ravens. I'm not too comfortable. I think I pick the Colts like every week, other, <laughs> other than the Rams. But I, I'm not too comfortable against did, the Ravens. Did you pick here. them week one against Seattle? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I was not high on Seattle. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> poor poor Seattle right now. We oh, really yeah. couldn't touch on that but Russell Wilson out six weeks with a torn tendon in his finger that's a massive loss but I I, I just don't know how they were even going to fare because one of one of the reasons I was higher on Seattle than uh, both you and Connor is that their offensive corner this whole offseason was talking about how they're going to change the playbook and pick up the pace and stuff like that but they have done the exact opposite they're last in pace in the nfl right now 
and their offense it's still very efficient don't get me wrong like Russell Wilson was a, is one of the most efficient quarterbacks in all of the NFL right but they just don't run enough plays they just don't they leave their defense on the field they don't control um the ball enough and i i just don't know like i'm i'm not saying Pete Carroll's a bad coach but i the game might just be surpassing him right now. It, it really might. Yeah, um, it's gonna hurt a lot. You know, Geno Smith didn't look. He didn't look so bad. I'm not gonna no, complain he, that much about Geno Smith. Towards the end there, he did throw a pick. Um, but I thought he. I thought he looked okay. Yeah, he looked okay. But um, yeah, it's gonna hurt a lot. It, it is really gonna hurt a lot. I didn't think Seattle. I thought Seattle would maybe make the wild card here. But um, no, I, I think they, they could quite possibly be fourth in the division. Yeah. And Depends what Russell can do, mm-hmm. really, in that short period of time that he has. Yeah. And uh, the Jets are going to get a nice first-round pick out of that. Connor, if you're listening, I'm sure he's excited. Um, Wait. Uh, we were talking about the, yeah, we were the talking Ravens' about the, Colts. All right, let's get back to the Ravens' <clears throat> Colts here. we got a, a few more minutes. Yeah, I, I got the Ravens here. I'm excited to see what Carson Wentz can do, though. I haven't <clears throat> really gotten the chance to watch him this year, right? But I'm excited to see what he can do against a good Baltimore defense and uh, just l- looking forward to see how he performs. I still got the Ravens, though. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm going with the Ravens. Bucks at Eagles. Thursday Night Football next week, Bucks 6.5 favorites. Mike? I'm taking the Bucks here, definitely. Actually, my roommate is going to this game in Philly. Oh, uh, for his, well, his his birthday is in December, but his his mom got him tickets. He he's a huge Eagles fan, and uh, he he said he needs to see the goat play one time before he retires, whenever that is. But uh, I'm I'm excited for that game. I, I got the Bucks though, obviously. Yeah, and then might as well we pick the next London game next week. We're gonna be doing the same thing here. Um, Dolphins at Jaguar, well versus Jaguars, I guess you want to say. Uh, don't know the line here because mm-hmm. I totally forgot that this was London. I'm going with the Dolphins, though. I think this is easy. Honestly, this might be a win for the Jaguars. It, it could. I mean, it, the Jaguars need to win sometime. Actually. Exactly. I don't think that they're going to go 0-17. And I think, you know, if the Dolphins, these injuries continue, uh, it might be the Jaguars game game to win. I said that about the Jets this week, but um, if I had to pick right now, it'd be the Dolphins. But that's a game that's one of the only games this year that the Jaguars could win yeah I mean we're looking at this London game right now the the Jets are getting the ball back and they need to do something here with nine yeah. minutes and 30 seconds I don't left. even think they've had a, a, a total yards of like 150 I don't, this Atlanta defense is horrible too I don't know what's going on Maybe it's the London, Mike. The London. Yeah. The Lon- they should just go to London, honestly. London Falcons. <laughs> the time change, whatever whatever it is. But, yep. Game to watch, Mike, quickly. Game to I mean, obviously, Bills Chiefs. Obviously, oh, yeah, that's true. Other than Bills Chiefs. How about, uh, more, how about more in the Sunday? Uh, yeah. Browns Chargers is going to be out. I think that could be the best game of the week. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go different here because you went Browns Chargers. I'm going to go the Eagles Panthers. Like I said, I think the Eagles are going to win this game, but I think it's going to be a very good game. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll see what Jalen Hurts. Sam Darnold, do. best rushing quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just kidding, but he is leading the league in rushing touchdowns as of right now. Let's see if he could uh, continue that streak. Exactly. Well said, Mike. We'll see you guys. 
uh, next week on Go Trick Gridiron here on VIC Radio. Have a good week and watch some football. Uh-huh.